Hello and welcome to the Womanifester podcast. I'm your host, Katie J. I'm a manifestation coach and a mentor to badass, game-changing women. I'm here to share insights, tools, and resources that help me and my clients manifest with ease. It's my hope that you'll take what you learn in this podcast, apply it to your life, and embody it daily. When you do, you'll start to notice profound shifts in your life. You'll have more energy, more self-love, more abundance, better relationships, and you'll begin to live life as your most authentic self, which means you'll be able to manifest faster and easier than ever before. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Womanifester podcast. I'm so, so pleased to have my business coach, DL Sharon, on the podcast today. And I just want to start off by asking DL, what is it that you do as a business coach? What does it even mean to be a business coach? Such a good question. I love that. And so I really take the philosophy that as business coaches, we are to help and facilitate and guide other business women to the best strategy and mindset that they need in order to accomplish their goals. And so we are a facilitator. We are a guide. I do provide strategy. I provide different resources and tools and taxes tactics and launch plans, but I really am a guide to help my entrepreneurs and help the people who I serve facilitate their own success in their business. So that is what I do. I help people have the businesses of their dreams, figure out how to launch their coaching packages and their services and have the launches of their dreams. So that's what I do. And you do it very well, I will say. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You are an amazing, amazing client. I've loved working with you. You've heard me say that a million times. Well, you know, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that Um, I'm very coachable. I've had coaches in the past, whether that's in high school sports or college sports or whatever. I, you know, I, I take direction really well and I'm, I do really well when there's accountability. And I think that's been a huge factor for me. You said it perfectly. You're coachable and you really, really benefit from the accountability. That's exactly what a coach, a business coach in particular is supposed to help facilitate. So I love that. Yeah. Earlier you mentioned mindset and you really help with, um, you really help with your clients mindsets. What are some mindset blockages or barriers that you see a lot of times with your clients? And so I would say that mindset work is about 60 to 60 to 70 percent of what the quote unquote problem is when it comes to business. So I'll get a client who's just starting out and say they've made some money in the past, but it's never been consistent. It's been here or there. They don't really like how they're making money. They don't like the way that they're working with their clients. And so when they come to me, they'll say, yeah, my strategy is all wrong. I don't know how to launch. I don't know how to sell. But then when we get further into the coaching relationship, I realize that it's their mindset. They don't think that they can do it. They don't think they have the skills to be teaching on X, Y, and Z. They, they don't think that they have the experience and the posture and the positioning and the authority to be doing whatever they're trying to do. 
or they may think that they have the skills, but they can't sell. Selling is sleazy. Selling makes them feel bad. Selling makes them uh, hyperventilate. Like it's a very, very stressful situation when they're in their business. And so I would say that mindset is a huge, huge, huge chunk of what I do as a business coach. Um, because the reality is, and I've said this on your podcast before, <laughs> is your thoughts create your results. How you think about yourself, how you think about your business, how you think about the time that you have to work on your business is going to dictate your actions and therefore the results that you get. And so if you are mulling over in your head or having mind drama, as I like to say, like no one is going to buy my thing. I'm not qualified to teach this. I'm not going to help anybody. If somebody signs up for my coaching program, they're not going to get results. If those thoughts are swarming in your mind, no wonder you're not making any money. No wonder you don't have any clients. Those clients aren't going to be attracted to you if you're thinking those thoughts. And furthermore, you won't be taking the action that you need to get the clients because you're thinking those thoughts. And so mindset work is something that I've introduced more and more with my clients because I still am very strategy based. I'm like, okay, let's get the launch calendar out. Let's do this. Let's try that. This is how you close a sale. This is what you need to post on Instagram. This is how you need to write copy. I'm definitely still that way. And that's a huge part of what I do. But when all of that is said and done, I can give somebody the perfect business strategy. But if their mindset is all jacked up, if they don't believe in themselves, if they are struggling to see that they are valuable and worthy of the success that they desire, none of the strategy that I can give them will work. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. And I, I, it reminded me of back in summer of 2018, I bought a $2,000 course on creating courses, but there was no element to that course about mindset. And there's no element to that course about overcoming imposter syndrome or fear about putting yourself out there because there was only one other person that I was really familiar with who was teaching manifestation at the time. And that was manifestation, babe. So I just gave away my content for free. And, and, and in doing that, it helped to build my confidence and know that that's something that people can actually benefit from. But what would you say to someone like me back in summer of 2018, when I didn't even believe that someone would pay for what I had to offer? Oh, wow. Oh, let me think on this for a second. So many things. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of times we discredit what we've done for ourselves in our own life, right? So like you, you manifested Costa Rica. You were able to leave your idea of success and what a lot of people think success looks like and you created your own success. You did that yourself. So many people discredit the transformation that they provided within themselves. So for example, I was working with this one uh, coach who's ironically an imposter syndrome coach, and she was able to get through imposter syndrome, but she had such a hard time believing that she could help other people with imposter syndrome. So it's usually like, oh, I usually get clients who have been able to transform themselves, have, have a transformation within themselves, but they get freaked out when it comes to somebody else. And so I work with that. I say, okay, if you were able to do it for yourself, what makes you think that you can't help somebody facilitate that on their own? 
And that is usually where the money stuff comes in. Like, oh, but someone would have to pay me. Somebody would have to charge. Yes, that is part of the transformation. When you did it yourself, you had an exchange. You had to sacrifice something. You had to give your old self before you stepped into that new idea identity, whatever it is, whether you're a relationship coach and you healed after having a divorce, whether you're a weight loss coach and you were able to lose 20, 30, 50 pounds, if you're a business coach and you were able to, you know, have a successful Etsy shop and now you want to teach other people how to do that, whatever it is, you had to lose something in order to gain that. There was an energy exchange there. That is all that we're trying to do when it comes to clients. We want to have an energy exchange. I do believe in starting out small. And so when we first start to dip our toe into the coaching space, when we first start to charge for our transformations and the services that we have, you know, step yourself into it. Let it be a gradual process. Don't go out the gate, start charging $10,000 for a one-on-one coaching package. You could totally do that. But mindset wise, if you're first starting into this and you don't think that people will buy your packages or you're not worthy to accept their money, that won't help your mindset. So ease yourself into it, but realize it's an exchange and you yourself, when you were giving that transformation, you had to exchange something for it. So all we're doing is asking other people to exchange something as well. And the last thing I'll say is we see it time and time again. We've all worked with beta clients. We've all worked with clients who are, you know, came into our coaching containers for free. Maybe we did it for a testimonial. Maybe we did it to gain experience. They just simply don't show up as well or as committed or as enthusiastic as somebody who paid you $1,200 just to start out low. That energy when they come in to your coaching container is usually very much linked to the investment that they make. That is absolutely true. I've seen that time and time again. Those who pay, pay attention. Mm -hmm. One thing that you mentioned earlier was uh, sales and feeling sleazy in the sales process and feeling sleazy about selling on Instagram. I know when I first started off, I had a little bit of a PTSD from my first sales job, which was for a very large tech company that didn't have great customer service. And so when I was calling, this was my first job out of college too. So when I was calling people, they were all like, we hate your company. And like, I was getting yelled at on the phone every day. And I just associated that with sales. And I'm sure a lot of people do as well, because I've heard, I've heard these conversations time and time again, where they just don't want to promote themselves. What is your advice to someone who's dealing with that? I didn't know that about you. That's the first time you're telling me that. Wow. Um, (laughs) A few different things. So I think I told you, it was one of our coaching calls or one of the group coaching calls I mentioned, like, I follow certain people on Instagram to share a quick story. I follow certain people on Instagram who I know are coaches. They have some sort of coaching package or offer. I remember following this girl for six to eight months and she didn't launch anything. She didn't tell me about her workroom. She didn't tell me about the success she had with her clients, anything. And I said to myself and I caught my thought, I said, why am I following you if I can't have a way to go deeper with you? And in that moment, I realized that sales are invitations to help us go deeper with someone else. 
through Instagram, through YouTube, through a podcast, through any platform, we can only go so far because we're trying to hit the masses. This is generalized, broad content. But when we get someone in our coaching container, when we establish that relationship, we are able to solve their problem so, so, so much better than we could on any Instagram live, on any podcast interview, we can able to serve them to the fullest, fullest extent. And so switching your mind to sales is an invitation and writing down the positive sales experiences that you've had. And so particularly with my coaches, I ask them to write down all of the investments that have changed their life. When have they invested in something? It could be a software. It could be a business coach. It could be a mindset coach. It could be anything. When have they invested in something and had a positive experience? Vacation is one I like to talk about too. When you spent money, when you were sold a vacation, did you have an amazing time or what? Like it was an amazing sales experience. And so this kind of goes into money manifestation and like money mindset, which I know Katie, you're all about, is when you ask for money, what does that mean to you? What comes up when you ask for money? When you accept money, what comes up for you? And so for my clients who are having a lot of trouble with that, I remind them that sales can be a positive experience. I remind them that they themselves have had positive sales experiences in their life. And you can only do so much on Instagram. You can only do so much through email marketing as far as serving the people who you want to serve. So you have to invite them to go deeper. And I'm all about sales not being pushy. Like, let's just clear the air there. We really want sales to be a one-way street, I believe, in invitation marketing. So having potential clients come to us, I believe, and people opting in to learn more about our services and our programs and them saying, hey, I want to know more information. So there's so many different strategies that you can use to attract people to you, to have people opt in so that you know you're only talking to people who want to know more about your programs and to become one of your clients. Ooh, yeah. I really like that. I like that you kind of flip the script a little bit and it's like, why are, why are you having such an issue with money flowing into your life and like with you providing value to other people? Because I think that really is the root of a lot of that resistance. Right. I noticed that you're reading, you are a badass at making money. I am. What else are you reading? (laughs) (laughs) Katie, I can only do one thing at a time. You're like the book I know we talked about this on my podcast. You read so many books. I'm trying to get better at that because I can be so strategic and I know the money mindset and the mindset is still a huge part. So I'm trying to get better with that. But I really like how down to earth um, you are a badass at making money is. And I'm still a podcast girl through and through. My life is just so crazy. So I love listening to a good podcast. I need to get into audio books. But there was a podcast on Steph Crowder's show, Courage and Clarity, where she talked about similar mindset shifts and similar money manifestation tips that I'm sharing with you all. And one thing that she really uh, focused on that I loved is how can we just make this whole process fun? Money can be so serious. Money could be so heavy. Money can have so many meanings, but it's actually a very neutral source I'm learning. And I know, Katie, you know all about And so how can we just put more fun 
into our business? How can we launch programs and offers that set our soul on fire? How can we drop the force? Oh, I have to do this because everybody else is. Oh, I have to launch a course because courses are in, or I have to do one-on-one coaching, or I have to, I have to, I have to. There are different um, layers that I think clients should go to in different stages rather, but you don't have to do anything. Nothing is forced. It's what feels good to you in the moment. What gives you energy? What lights you up? What can you put your energy behind? Because when you are selling, and this is where like my clients say that they might feel salesy is because they're selling something that's out of alignment. They're selling something that's forced. They're selling something that they quote unquote should be selling, not what they want to sell. And so all of that can be reframed. All of that can be shifted through the support of a coach. But those are the things that make us like clamp up and feel salesy. So I would recommend that podcast and particularly that podcast episode. I believe it was six or 10 money mindset shifts to make on uh, Steph Crowder's Courage and Clarity podcast. Awesome. I'll definitely link to that in the show notes for this. Yeah. (laughs) One thing that you talked on was kind of the playfulness and ease that you can have around money. And I'm glad that you brought that up because it's actually, that is one of the essential elements to the manifestation that I teach, which is, or the manifestation style that I teach, which is more play, more grace, more ease, more excitement, right? Because when you feel that tension and that resistance in whatever decision or business endeavor that you're doing, it's probably because it's not in alignment with the highest good of all involved. And I know that you're familiar with law of attraction and manifesting, and I'm curious if you have seen that played out in your own business or in your clients' businesses. I was just about to give you an example. (laughs) So yes, it definitely has played out in my business. And this kind of goes back to, you can have all the strategy in the world, but if you are forcing, if you don't have your mindset correct, if you aren't believing in yourself and believing what you can offer, it's not going to work. So I'm a business coach for crying out loud. Like I am the one who's supposed to know how to make money. And I remember... A few months ago, I want to say it was February or March of last, of earlier this year, I can't remember. I went to launch my one-on-one again, and I was going to do this challenge, and it was going to be this big thing. Katie, it was the most forced thing I've ever done in my business, and I just stopped the challenge, and people were like, where's video number three? I said, I'm not going to upload it. Like I could not get my energy behind that to save my life. And it was embarrassing and it was tough, but that just showed me the importance of I have to create space for my offers. I have to create room to allow the clients to come. So yes, I can create, you know, time on my calendar for calls and, you know, I can set up this appointment that way to make room, but energetically I have to create space in my soul and my heart for clients to come in and I have to get my energy behind that. So with this particular example, I was just so stressed and I just wanted to see if I could sign more clients just to say that I have more clients. And so I forced that obviously didn't get anyone, but it was just a huge lesson and I have to get my energy straight. And then a few months later, I will never forget it. I made one Instagram post. 
I think I even like put it on later. So it was auto post, like it automatically published. So I, I forgot that I even like put it out there. I just, I got four applications for my one-on-one coaching and all of them signed up and two of them paid in full for one post that I made a few days ago and forgot. And that's because my energy was behind it and I was energetically available for it and I wasn't clinching. Like I forgot about it. Like it was something I said and forget. So it, it wasn't even on my radar. And so I just completely forgot about it. And then that's where all of the abundance came in. And then that goes to my last point that I'll make on this is find what works for you. When you see patterns of your success, find out, okay, why was I successful? Not because, you know, you posted that hashtag or you did this at 7 p.m. instead of 9 p.m. or not because of that, but how did you feel when you were taking that action? So I'm realizing for me that the more I fully lean back and detach and set and forget and don't even worry about the numbers or the performance of whatever that is, the more successful I am. So it's important to look at the clues that you are leaving yourself and look at how, like, what's my, like what you said, what's my manifestation style? Like, how do I attract the things that I want in my life? What are the things that have worked and how can I replicate them without the force? But how can I notice like, okay, the universe likes it when I fully let go. The universe likes it when I, you know, visualize something before I want before I'm trying to call it in. The universe likes it when I, you know, I meditate on it. The universe likes when I write things down. The universe likes when I talk to my coach about it. And so following that, those signs have been really, really insightful for me as well. I'm so glad you shared that story because <laughs> it's just, I mean, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that you had I mean, I kind of remember a challenge, but I didn't participate in it. So I didn't realize that it didn't finish. Mm -hmm. But oh my gosh, I can totally relate to that where you just start down this road and then you realize this is not what I want to do with my time and energy. Right. You know, just a few months ago, someone asked me, what does it feel like when something manifests in your life? Like, what is that feeling you get? And you just perfectly described what my response was, was that you're surprised because you forgot you asked for it. Mm. Like you released so much and allowed so much to happen for you that you almost forgot that you even made that post. I think that's an important reminder. And I I needed to hear that reminder today because I'm launching my Black Friday deal Mm -hmm. and I felt myself, I'm just going to be like real. Cause that's what I do with you, Katie. I just spill all my beans to you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so like today at work, like I felt my waves like, oh, this is so easy. It's going to be effortless. Oh, so many people are launching things on Black Friday. Like I'm never going to stand out. Oh my gosh. So many people are interested. I've already gotten a few people who've inquired. Oh, oh my gosh. Did you see that girl? She already hit 10K, uh, which is her goal. And it's only November. I just felt myself go through those waves. And so I deleted the Instagram app. (laughs) I've like taken a step back and I'm like, okay, how can I just let this happen without me trying to control it? And so I have a question for you. Go for it. What does fully allowing look like to you? So we're talking about like not attaching and going so far that 
you forget about it, but what does your process look like for forgetting about it? What does your process look like for taking those steps back? Mm, Great question. The first word that I'll share with you is embodiment, and I'll go a little bit deeper into that. So one thing that you and I talked about a few months ago, I remember being in Flagstaff, um, Arizona. I was on my way up here to California, and I recorded a voice a, a voice thing for you um, about, you know, you were talking about jobs and manifesting jobs and that kind of thing. And and I told you that what I always say when I'm manifesting something or when I've set a goal is this or something better for the good of all concerned with grace and ease, because. So often we think, okay, if I want to sign 10 clients, then I need to send this many emails and do this many posts and this many stories and blah, blah, blah. But you forget that you might not sign them from Instagram, right? Like if you continue to have those conversations as if you, it's inevitable that those clients are going to come into your life, that's kind of the release and allow. And that's something that I like honestly, just started to embody this past launch where I was showing up in my everyday life talking about this program that I'm helping women upgrade their financial situation. I didn't even mention manifesting. And I had people in my, in my default life, I guess you'd call it, like the <laughs> off Instagram life, sign up for the course because they could tell how much my energy was behind it, how convincing I was because I had already convinced myself that my success was inevitable. And so that allowing is, is saying, hey, you know, this is what I want and I'm connecting to the feeling of what it's going to feel like when those people are already enrolled in my program, but how they get there isn't up to me. It's confidence. Mm-hmm. You're talking about confidence. It really is. Mm. So that fear that you felt when you launched your Black Friday program today, um, how do you, like, what's your process for navigating that when that shows up in your business or when your clients feel that? Yeah. Lean back, take a Mm. break, Mm -hmm. step back. Um, Really, really figure out the impact. So dropping the money, dropping the numbers, anything with a number, I try to get out of my body, get out of my head and saying, okay, when a woman coaches with me, when an amazing, ambitious, insightful, educated, those are all points of my ideal client. When she comes into my space, how is her life different? Where do I step in and guide her? What results is she going to have? How is she going to feel empowered? How will her life change drastically because of the work we do together? I tap into that impact. So one thing that I've done and I haven't done again, but I need to because it was so dang successful was the launch of my first group program. And I, what this numbers wise, it didn't make sense guys. Like I had 300 no more than 400 followers on Instagram. I was still getting my feet wet with coaching. I had one-on-one coaches that, I mean, one-on-one clients, excuse me, that knocked it out of the water. And I just got this tug to do a group, do a group, 
do a group. And I was like, no, I don't have the numbers. I don't even have an email list. I only have 300 followers on Instagram. Like nobody would, you know, do this. I kept getting that tug. So before I even thought about the program or thought about what it would look like or thought about, you know, the name of it or when it will happen or the price, I just started journaling about the impact. And I started like writing prayers to God, like, God, thank you for these women in this program. Thank you for sending them to me. Thank you for helping me grow their businesses and helping me facilitate this change in them. Thank you for sending them. I would pray over them. I would say, Lord, protect them, protect their businesses. Let them know that they are loved. Let them know that somebody believes in them. I didn't even know where these women were going to come from. But I hit my goal in that launch and I would journal that every day for about three months. I would do like a quick five to 10 minute journaling on that. And that is how I grew my confidence. And it's crazy that I haven't done that practice for any other my any of my other launches and they've been successful, but I just wonder if I layered that component on it, like how much would it just blow up? So now that I'm talking about it, I think that's what I'm gonna do for this launch is really, really connect with the impact and that impact comes from confidence because you can't be journaling saying like, I am so grateful that I get to help these women facilitate X, Y, Z change. If you don't believe that you can do that. And so that's how all of that ties in. I'm really glad that you brought that up because you post about going to church every single week and reading the Bible every single morning. And I'm curious how, you know, this is a very clear way that your faith and your spirituality has played an impact in your business. Are there any other ways that you feel like that connection that you have with God is, is, you know, permeates through other areas of your life? Absolutely. Um, I started forming a stronger, I've always had a relationship with God, but like a stronger relationship with God when I started having issues in other areas of my life than my business. And so God was kind of like a last resort. And so because of that, my life has really, really changed this year. I started going back to church in February. And so really in 2019, my relationship with God has gotten a lot stronger. I go to a Christian therapist and he said something to me recently. He said, you know, it's God when you have problems and you pray about it. That's how you know that those problems are tests from God and that it's a sign that he is in your life and that you are going accordance to his will when you run into a problem. And the first thing that you do is pray about it. And so that's been like my testimony with my business. Anytime I've had a problem in my business, I've had a client that, you know, wasn't that aligned. Um, My business account wasn't where I wanted it to be and I had people to pay or um, I was praying over a launch or women that I'm going to be coaching soon. I've always just gone to prayer. So that has just been, when he said that, that was like last week that he told me that. It was just a huge confirmation that I'm still on this path. Um, I always say, especially when you're trying to go full time, like you're trying to make a huge identity shift from like an employee. So like I'm a full-time social worker right now, my business is on the side. And so when you're trying to make such a drastic identity shift from social worker to business coach full time, a lot of stuff, 
a lot of stuff gets shaken up. But I always say, I don't care what it is. It could be Buddha. It could be, I don't care. The universe, it could be no one if you're an atheist. I don't care what it is. But you need to believe in something. And if you're atheist, that's probably yourself or something else. But you need to believe in something bigger. Because what in front of you is, it's not going to look like what you want. It's not going to look like that dream six-figure, seven-figure business. It's not going to look like millions of downloads on a podcast. It's not going to look like 10K months in the bank. Your reality is not going like, to look like that when you're trying to start out and you're trying to achieve something so big. And so my faith has been huge. Looking for signs and clues that I'm still in God's will has been the only way I've stayed in business. Um, because like I said, it doesn't look like that all the time. And so I truly believe that having faith in something, I don't care what, but believing in something bigger than yourself can a lot of times keep you in business when things go wrong. I 100% agree with you. And that's something that I share with my clients all the time. I don't care if you believe in God, the universe, whatever. I even say, you know, because like you said, something bigger than yourself. I can, I even say your community, mother mm. nature, mm. whatever it is, something bigger than yourself because that's what's going to connect you to this you know this big mysterious how right how is this going to happen like where are these people going to come from well you know they're going to come from god universe community mother nature you know like it doesn't matter what you fill in the blank with i don't care what you believe in spiritually as long as you have something that's bigger than you it's going to make the manifestation process and business growth way easier. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me about this Black Friday, um, this Black Friday offer. When is, when is the offer close? So I can make sure everyone knows about it. Yes. The offer is going to close on December 6th. And so it's currently open for two weeks. It is my signature VIP one-on-one coaching, six months of business coaching with me, where I help you have 5K to 10K launches for your coaching program. One of my favorite ways to work with clients is one-on-one. I absolutely love it. I become good friends with a lot of my clients and we just have a really, really good time. And I help with your mindset blocks, with the business strategy and with trying to start a business, even if you have a lot going on, if you have a full-time job, if you have a family, really, really helping you start the coaching business of your dreams. And I'm having some amazing bonuses. I have five bonuses that are going to go away by December 6th. So if you are interested, feel free to message me at sidebizcoach, biz with a Z on Instagram. Perfect. That's awesome. I'll definitely have this episode up and running before then so people can hear about it. And I wish you the best of luck on that launch, DL. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> like I said on my Instagram stories, if I hadn't already signed up for your group program, I, I definitely would have invested in this one because it's pretty stacked. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. I'm falling back into the excitement of things. <laughs> The last question I have for you is, because I know it's one of your goals for this side business of yours to be your main business. 
Will you change your Instagram handle at that point? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so interesting that you're saying that. Um, yes. And I really, secret, secret, I really want to change it to my name, but I'm afraid because my name is a little complicated and so you, a little unusual. And I have to spell my name multiple times a day when I'm like on the phone with somebody or, or, you know, just introducing myself and they're writing my name down for something. So I want to change it to my name, but I'm afraid. Um, but definitely changing the name um, because my brand is a little bit bigger than just business coaching and realizing. And so having a business name with my name under who I am is really what I'm going for. Your name isn't any harder than a manifester, which people have a really hard time pronouncing. <laughs> and, um, you know, my name is pretty easy, Katie, but <clears throat> Katie Johnita is, you know, that's my middle name. And, you know, you just have to spell it out for people. They'll figure it out. But I don't think you should be afraid that people won't, you know, like the, your growth won't continue if you use your name because, it's your name. It's your, it's you, you know, like it's, it's your God given name. You should own it. Yeah. I, I own it on several conversations where I'm spelling it out for people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I own it in that moment. Can't go back. No, it's, it's a, it's a mind. Again, it goes back to mindset. What we've been talking about this whole time um, that I can spell my name on a podcast if somebody asks me if I'm doing an interview and it not be a big deal and mm -hmm. I don't have to create any mind drama around it. Um, and that the people who are supposed to find me on Instagram will find me on Instagram, no matter what my handle is. So is it pronounced DL? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Cause I've heard someone say something else before and it <laughs> just sounded way wrong. And I was like, I don't think that's what it is, but <laughs> You know, sometimes I just let people, um, I just let people butcher it. I was at Barry and I, my fiance, we were at a um, jazz concert with one of my bosses. I have multiple bosses at my job. And one of my bosses came up and to Barry's like, it was nice to meet you, Brandon. And his name is Barry. And I was like, please don't correct it. Just let it go. He said, it was nice to meet you too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just let it go. Like some things aren't worth you know, correcting, but, um, yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty funny story. Yeah. I'll be sure to call him Brandon when I first meet him in person. That is his new name. That is his new name. <laughs> awesome. Well, DL, where can people go to learn more about you and your services? Yes. So, well, why don't I just say it? You can go to my website, schoolofambition.com, which is my new brand name. And for now, you can follow me at SideBizCoach on Instagram. Perfect. Thanks so much for, for uh, not for having me on your podcast. Well, you did do that. Thank you for that. <laughs> but thanks so much for coming on to my podcast again. I appreciate it. Absolutely, Katie. Thank you so much. I just want to chime in here one more time. And emphasize how incredible DL is as a coach. She will give you the tough love and tell you exactly what you need to hear in order to move into the next stage in your business. I highly, highly, highly recommend her services and you should go check her out 
right away if you want to start an online business. I fumbled around on the internet for about two years trying to figure out how to make money online, how to generate a location-independent income stream, doing something that I was truly passionate about. And since working with DL, I have been able to do that successfully. My business is scaling exponentially because of working with her. So I highly recommend her services. Go check her out, schoolofambition.com. Finally, if you enjoyed this episode, I would highly appreciate it if you took a screenshot and shared it to your Instagram story. Tag me and I'll share it to mine as well. This helps more people find this episode. It spreads the message of manifestation and helps more people tune in to the abundant flow of the universe. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time. Have a good one.